All right, awesome. So greeting everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome. Greetings, wholeness, balance, and vibrations to all. All right. That's right. We are the higher supreme beings. We only have to know it instead of believing it. All right, let's start again. Greetings, wholeness, balance, and vibrations to all. Welcome to the Truth Revealed Campaign. I am your host, Princeton Oluwale Martin Jr., better known as Palm Jay, who's dedicated to bringing you the most in truth. Please sit back and or forward and get ready for the Truth Train Ride. I want to give thanks for joining us tonight, everyone, every single soul, every spirit coming from near and far. We have a special guest in the house tonight, and guess who that special guest is? You guessed it, you guessed it, you guessed it, you guessed it, is moi. I that I am, that I am, that I am. I know you can be anywhere right now in the world, but we greatly appreciate you stopping by to listen to us here on Truth Reveal Campaign. If you are not a truth seeker, if you are a lover of lies, this podcast will not serve you any purpose. However, the information revealed may cause cognitive dissonance. If you are a lover of the truth, please proceed and it shall set you free. All right. So let's get started. So all my friends, family who are listening, who are paying attention, we are going to learn a little bit about my home country, Liberia, West Africa. And if you have any comment or any questions, please type it down there in the little box so we can have a discussion. From all my friends, I see my, my, my man's Tyson. Yo, T.Y. Yes. Good to see you. I see my man's Herbert on here. Yes, O-H-I-O, Herbert. I see my, my man's Troy and, and Q. You guys already know what's up, man. Blessings. Nothing but love, honor, and respect. All right, so I'm glad you guys are on. I'm about to go ahead and start. I'm going to read a piece that I wrote. Um, I written it several years back when I was in undergrad and... I want to get it out to the world and there's no other place I can get it out to the world through than my own very own podcast, Truth Reveal Campaign. So here it goes. All right, I'm going to get started. Liberia's past in history, a synopsis. Historians suppose Liberia, the land of the free, was inhabited earlier between the 12th and the 16th century by several ethnic groups migrating from north of America, north of the African continent. Cultural groups such as the Dey, the Basa, the Kru, which I am part of. Basa I'm also part of. My mother is Kru, my father is Basa, so I am a mix of those two. 
Gola and Kissy were among the early arrivals of the Green Coast prior to Americo Liberians. Americo Liberians are considered the Congo people by the natives. The Congo people mishabit, or you can say just in general, word habit that they were from the Congo. But then you have some of your other Liberians who have it that the Congo people were known as the free repatriated prisoner of wars. I don't like to call them slaves because, but for this context, we will keep it as such, but prisoner of wars coming from me. Not only from Africa, but also were from the West Indies. Liberia actually had one of their presidents who was actually from the Caribbean, one of the islands. All right. These settlers, colonies were established and funded by an organization called American Colonization Society, which were comprised of free slaves and slave owners. The free blacks wanted to resettle in the motherland, which their ancestors were once stolen from. They realized that they would never be treated as equals, nor be free in the eyes of their former slave masters. Therefore, returning home was the best option. The slave owners were eager to resettle the free blacks to the African continent, particularly the Pepper Coast, because they were afraid that eventually the free blacks would rebel and retaliate due to the injustice committed against them. Before the current rightful name of Liberia was fully realized, the area of the region was once regarded as the Pepper Coast. The arrivals of the free repatriated blacks was severely resisted by the earlier inhabitants of the Green Coast. There was resistance simply because trade agreements between the crew people along with other natives group of the Pepper Coast and other European merchants such as the British, the Portuguese, the Spaniards, and the Cuban customers were now being compromised by the settlers that are coming in. Therefore, many wars were fought, and as a result, many lives were lost on both sides. Between the early 1820s up until the 1846, there were much tension and hostility between the local inhabitants and the American Liberians. The Congo people, they ended up victorious in a final war due to the fact their guns outmatched the native spears. A single act of a woman by the name of Matilda Newport, whom was single, whom single-handedly was responsible for lighting a single piece of coal from her pipe to light a cannon that exploded and killed massive amount of native warriors, which helped brought the whole war to an end. Although there were over two decades of mutual displaced hate coming from both sides. A peace agreement was brokered. American Liberians continued to settle and coexist with the original inhabitants of the land with the support from the American government. Their constitutions were written and governance were established in Liberia was resembled and mirrored exactly the same political principles and ideologies of America's constitution. By July 26, 1847, the name Liberia was created because it exemplified the very reasons why settlers came to the land 
Thus, they gained their sovereignty and became independent from their former oppressors. While drafting their new constitution, American Liberians never intended to include their original inhabitants due to their cultural superiority complex. They basically undermined and overthrew the native authorities over their lands, which created resentment and would later result in a cultural class over ownership of the country. The natives were disproportionately excluded out of the forming of the new government up to the late 19th century. Since Liberia's independence was established, over a century and three decades had gone by and the original inhabitants were still being treated or being ignored and disadvantaged from the inclusion of running the government of the country. They were excluded from political, social, economic, and educational opportunities and benefits which were eagerly being abused by the American Liberians. For example, from 1847 to 1980, a hundred and thirty years later, the settlers ruled with impunity. Due to the denial of the native people privileges and access to certain positions, this eventually culminated in the Africa continent's bloody, bloodiest civil war. It took 18 American Liberian presidents until Liberia finally inaugurated its very first native in Samuel Canyon Doe, who was officially sworn in in 1986. In order for Doe to gain power and take office as Liberia's first native president, he held a coup against William R. Tubbert Jr. The measures in which Doe took to obtain political office are among one of the many controversies in the Liberian past history and is regarded as one of the most brutal and archaic approaches of all times. Not only did, the, did he assassinate Tubbert and the killed many of his cabinet members, he practically had Taylor's 13 administration staff members publicly, publicly executed with a firing squad killing them all on April 22, 1980 at South Beach near Barclay Training Center. That particular day left an ominous cloud over Liberia and the whole nation. And those events were just scratching the surface of what was to come in Liberia's near future. Doe waged a personal war against the ethnic groups of the Gil and the Mano people, murdering everyone in their entire prospective villages. As much as people may argue, in defending Doe's uncivilized approach, this just proved the severity of those deranged mental state. Some also say that it was necessary because it helped end it the rule of the American Liberian reign. People also felt it was justified for the extensive abuse that the native people had endured over a century of long suffering through the powers and wickedness caused by the American Liberians. Killing other ethnic groups totally negated Doe's legitimacy as president, consequently putting his presidency in question. How can one man who wants to lead his country as a president of his nation commit such an atrocious act? Liberians were in for a rude awakening 
after President Doe had taken office. Liberians thought that their native president was going to be their knight in shining armor and that he was going to be different from their previous predecessors, American Liberians. While the amount of issues inherited from the previous Liberian government did not help Doe, Doe did not make it any easier on his fellow Liberians either. Instead, he started to oppress the Liberian people in ways that they would never imagine. President Doe administration took away students' right to free speech. He ordered his combats soldiers to march on student campuses and indiscriminately opened fire on innocent students, killing many and wounding many more. He was accused of being partial to people from his own cultural crime group and a slew of other allegations rumored throughout Liberia. The Liberian people started to accuse Doe for corruptions and a list of other offenses they felt he was in violation of, and they wanted him to step down. When President Doe neglected to step down, the lives of millions of Liberians over two decades would change forever, including mine. Another coup was in Liberia's crosshairs. Doe began the target. This time, Doe was the target. Since Doe failed to lead Liberia successfully in the right direction, many, Liber many of Liberia's investors vowed that it was time for him to go. He threatened many of their investments. American, America, began being one of those allies and later adversaries, decided to take the first step in freeing a man who was formerly working for Doe's regime. The man they decided to use as their pawn, because that's what he was, an ally named is Charles G. Taylor. Taylor was sitting in prison at the time in the East Coast region of America from his own previous indiscretions because he's done some other stuff, some other shady stuff, so they locked him up for that. Miraculously, he ended up escaping out of a high-security prison facility out of the America and landed in Liberia in 1989. That's when the war struck hot. His escape remains another controversy topic in today's Liberia's social and political arena. He decided to partner up alongside another individual who was a military general, and together he and Taylor both formed an alliance sponsored by several factions who had large stakes in Liberia's investment and wanted Doe overthrown as well. They laid a ferocious ferocious siege on the city of Morovia, which started Liberia's first official ethnic war out of the two catastrophic war conflicts. And that individual that Doe or that Charles Taylor partnered up with name was Prince Yami Johnson. All right. Which was President Doe uh, military general at the time. The first war lasted from 1989 to 1996 and ended with Doe being captured by Johnson's men, which tortured and killed him. And mind you guys, around 1989 to 1996, that was the time frame in which I moved to America. I moved to America in 91. So I was in the heat of 
the first war, which was, we started in 1989. And I had experience with uh, refugee camps, had experience with just literally watching dead bodies molded on the ground and, and other horrific things that I don't like to talk about openly. Yes. So I had to put that point in there. But the second war lasted from 1999 to 2003, which stemmed from Charles Taylor and Prince Johnson now fighting over presidential powers to run the country. They both had a falling out. One wanted to take the seat. Another wanted to take the seat. They both thought they were qualified, but they were going to figure it out through the guns. And that's what they did. But Doe ended up, I mean, um, Charles Taylor ended up, um, you know, winning. And he took office. Consequently, from their feud, many families were in, internally displaced. I was one of those families, and many of my other families have been displaced all over America, all over the world. Um, some in London, some in uh, other parts of the world. Even Switzerland. Let me continue. Johnson backed off and Taylor extended to the presidency through a series of election fraud during the first and second civil ethnic war. Violence spilled all over into neighboring countries, Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone um, which involved the blood diamond conflict from 1991 to 2002. Um, Beast of the Nations, I think, was one of those movies that actually depicted um, that time frame in the war where a lot of Sierra Leoneans, young men, women, and children were brutally um, murdered and maimed. That had a lot to do with um, that. And also, there was a movie called Johnny Mad Dog. If those are out there wanted to get an idea what the Liberian Civil War, a first-hand account, with the soldiers being the, the focal point of the film. Okay. I'm going to continue. Where did I leave off? Okay. In 1997, Taylor served as Liberia's 22nd president and ran the country in a dictatorial fashion, putting fear in many people's hearts. His son was notoriously coined the name Chucky, based on the character from American Horror Story. And I'm sure a lot of my friends who are here um, on this channel, on this Facebook Live, listening to this podcast, um, remember Chucky, the, the character that plays that little doll that went around and was just committing a whole bunch of uh, atrocities. This guy, this individual, Charles Taylor's son, was was something something from a whole different, uh, one of your portrait guy's films. And some of the accounts and the stories that I've heard from other people who knew him um, was stories that you would not want to repeat to people in the open um, regarding their atrocities and the viciousness that he displayed on his victims. Anyway, I'm going to move forward. The Liberian people suffered through immensely under Charles Taylor rule and his cronies.
Although Charles Taylor was not the only perpetrator of the Liberian Civil War, he was ousted as the main corporate. And remember this. Charles Taylor's went to The Hague and he and he they they put him in jail. We're gonna talk about that later. But he was not the only one. There was a lot of other um major key players in that war, but only he took the brunt of the the blame. And we're gonna address others as well. Okay. Peace treaty was eventually brokered by the Liberia's women population, um, which later ended the 14-year civil crisis. A woman by the name of Lima Gowi helped usher in a peace movement along with serious pressures from the America's president at the time, George W. Bush, which eventually led Taylor to resign. Taylor was trade. <clears throat> Taylor was. Um, tried and convicted on war crimes and crimes against humanity and later sentenced to 15 years in prison. His son was also found guilty and is now serving a 97-year-to-life sentence in Florida State Prison. Due to the women's courageous stance and bravery at the end of the conflict, politics in Liberia was not changed. The new face that graced Liberia's presidency came in the form of the first woman president elected in the African nation and the continent. She won by a landslide. The election of President Ellen Johnson Sirleaf has changed the political landscape forever and proves that women in Liberia and the continent can be more than just secretaries and housewives. While President Ellen Johnson may have played an integral role in changing African politics and making historic changes throughout her advocacy for peace, she has also been rumored to have funded Charles Taylor's campaign to overthrow those regime, which led to the Liberian Civil Crisis. Now, obviously, we are in this present time. If you want to know the facts, don't, list, don't just listen to what I'm saying. You can research her involvement in the Liberian Civil War. And she and a lot of her other cronies um, had a lot of investment in Liberia and wanted to protect it. Therefore, they felt the best way to help the situation and cool it down was to send in a fire squad by the name of Charles Taylor. So, like I said, check that out if you want to as well. All right? So, Doe Regime was which led Liberian civil crisis, um, as there are many controversies surrounded, surrounding her role in what led to the civil war. That's another story. Like I said, research it. Out of the two civil ethnic wars that lasted 14 years, not counting the previous conflict between the earlier settlers and the natives of Liberia, Liberia's means infrastructures were damaged for decades, over two and are still damaged. People are still trying to help rebuild and restructure things. So it's a lot going on. It's a lot still needs to be done on so many different levels. Anyhow, over 200,000 people were murdered. Millions were displaced. Um, I had my brother and sister pass, uncles, families, and other loved ones passed in the war. And um, millions were displaced. I was one of those millions of Liberians that were displaced. I'm here right now living in the Western Hemisphere living in the United States of America, living in the Buckeye State. 
So yes, I was one of those millions that were displaced during the Liberian Civil War. And over eight different factions were involved in the Civil War. Liberia is currently still in the early stages of reconstruction since 2005. There are still many people without basic necessities, such as electricity, clean drinking water, quality public education, food, hospitals, etc., etc. As you can see right now, Liberia has its current administration, its current government, and is led by a former uh, African football star, um, Charles, um, not Charles, but um, George Oponwia. And as far as I know or as I am concerned, um, George Oponwia is Liberia's current president. However, there has been mixed messages, mis mixed um, information regarding Liberia um, or how he's doing. Some people say he's doing great. Some people say he's not doing so great, what have you. But I'm going to take my own time to visit my own country eventually put it out there that's going to happen to go and gather my own inference and my own evidence to see what's really happening because I've heard he's doing great he's building roads he's uh helping the people he's doing a lot of amazing things on the other hand I'm hearing a lot of negative things so um just recently Liberia had an issue with um the gas in the country uh yeah and other monetary issues and right now there's an individual out there in Liberia protesting based on a lot of other um, corruptions that they are saying that um, the president and their administration are behind. But like I said, it's all about different perspective and everyone have their own uh, opinions. So until I go and check it out myself, I cannot sit here and say none of those are facts. All I can say is I've been hearing things from one side and other sides and all I'm doing and putting together and see what is good for me and how I can digest that but I'm gonna move forward all right okay where am I where did I leave off Liberia is currently in the earliest stage of reconstruction like I said um, there are still many without basic necessities like I, I, I mentioned um, and we we got to do better we got to do more um, however, um, however many that were displaced are still making their way to Liberia to be a part of the recon uh, reconstruction and rebuilding process. I am actually one of those individuals um, who are planning on returning to Liberia and, and doing my part to bring that bridge with my other world, this world in America. So... That was my piece. I had to read it and share it with, yeah, I, I, I had to basically share it because, like I said, it's Black History Month, right? Or is it really? Or is it our story every day, right? So this is what this is about, is to get people talking, learning about, you know, their different um, history, learning about different cultures and now if you are part of my channel my tr truth reveal campaign channel or my facebook channel or any one of my platforms you have now heard my story 
um, of my country and hopefully it will lead you to go and do more research and um, and see what's going on you know and Liberia will never be forgotten because it's like America's uh, stepchild if you will and there's a actual good documentary that was done a long time ago called Liberia America's stepchild you should check it out if you're interested in Liberia and learning of the history all right so for now my friends my family all those who have been listening if you have any comments or any message or anything you would like to say in regards of the story I'm talking to my friends I'm also talking to my fellow Liberians if there are any information in that um, piece that I just written that you don't agree with that you would like to elaborate on or you would like to expound on you can always reach out you can always um, get in touch with me and um, we can talk about it and we can go live and correct um, anything that's happening in Liberia right now and especially for my Liberians who are in the continent who are on the ground I would like to hear from you guys you know we here in the western world we here in America um, we do a lot of uh, of sending money as you all may know even those who are there we do a lot of money exchanging so we are just as concerned as about the country as those who are living in the country because eventually we want to return especially people like myself so we want to know and we want to talk to those on the ground in Liberia so if you're listening if you're on the ground and you are part of this um, truth reveal campaign join in Let's have some collaboration. Let's talk about what's currently going on in Liberia so we can figure out how to bring these bridges together to help each other and make it safe and and, 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 and beautiful so we all can collaborate and, um, and enjoy each other's world. All right? Well, I have reached my time on the Truth Reveal campaign, and I want to thank everyone for joining and being part of it. I want you to watch this video again to hear the story and hear the piece that was read and um, and just chime in and leave some comments down there. Leave some comments below. Um, tell me what you think. Tell me what you heard about Liberia. Do you know anyone from Liberia? Have you eaten any Liberian dish? Do you have Liberian friends? Are you married to a Liberian? Do you you're a friend of a Liberian, you know, talk to me. This is um, Black History Month, but also this is our Black history and is a continuation because it never ends, all right? So let me go ahead and close out as I always do. And I always make sure that my family and my friends are aware of Truth Reveal Campaign, all right? So... Like I always say, friends and family, know yourself, know your neighbors, and know the truth. Wholeness, balance, and vibrations to all. This is your host, Palm J. Make sure to subscribe to Truth Reveal Campaign on Apple and Spotify podcast. Um, until such time, stay positive, stay balanced, check negative. Keep your head on a swivel and make sure to subscribe and share with your friends and family who seek the truth or knowledge about any topic that you want to learn, any topic that you should learn or should know. 
good evening, good day, good night, and we'll see you very, very soon. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed, beautiful night, and we will see you very soon.